0: and welcome everyone to the Unhack Mind podcast, formerly known as the Christian Therapy podcast. I do count it as a privilege that you have chosen my podcast, and if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate you, and I truly appreciate you for sharing this podcast on your social media platform, as well as taking the time to rate my podcast with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you are brand new to this podcast, I hope you enjoy what I share with you on this episode as well as previous episodes, and I sure hope you decide to come back. I try to post at least bi-weekly episodes. If you subscribe to the podcast, you will be notified when I posted a new episode. One thing I would like you to be aware of is that I'm a licensed mental health professional practicing by way of telehealth for the state of Maryland and Georgia. However, my podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. What I do on this podcast is inform, educate, entertain, and I sure hope I encourage. Lastly, I'm a published author of three books, Mission Uncomfortable, Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, My Purpose Then and Now, and The Unhacked Mind. I also have the Unhacked Mind Academy for online self-study courses dealing with mental health and life circumstances. All of this information can be located in the show notes. Make sure to listen to each episode all the way to the end to learn how to connect with me. Okay, let's get this episode started. The end of this year, 2020, has left me asking myself, what is my purpose? And I believe that the reason that that question has come up for me, and it's come up for me several times before. But I think the reason it came up this time is because there were so many things that changed for myself, my family, in this year, 2020. And of course, the pandemic changed a lot for many of us. And it left us asking the question, what is my purpose? Like, what am I doing? What I would like to know is, have you ever considered what your vision really is? Is there a vision? Do you actually have a vision? I know that I had a vision before COVID started and the vision didn't really change, but I did find myself, you know, maybe recreating the vision differently because no one could have expected how things were going to turn out this year. So now I'm looking at my vision and I'm asking questions like, who is it for? Before my vision showed a whole lot of things that were going to benefit me. Now, I know that I'm always considering other people and because I always say to myself, I'm serving my whole purpose is to serve others. But I think in 2020, my vision had more about what I was going to get out of it than what other people were going to get out of it. I thought about vacations, I thought about where I was going to go, all the trips I was going to take. It was, a, it was kind of self-centered, mostly self-centered, but now I'm having to make some changes and adapt a little bit. I also want to make sure that my new vision is going to ask the question for myself, how does it help other people? What does my vision do to serve other people? So before my purpose was serving others, but I don't think I was really specific about serving others. And so I wasn't really clear exactly how, except the fact that, you know, I'm a mental health therapist and I figured I was serving others by providing mental health counseling and therapy. Yes, that's all well and good, but that can't be it. That can't be all that I'm doing. My purpose has to be bigger than that because I'm not able to serve as many people as I would want to serve just providing therapy. So I have to think bigger than that because God wants us to think bigger than that. So I needed to get more clear about how I was going to do that. And I need to narrow it down to a specific group or maybe a certain um, group that needs certain things from me in the mental health field. So I come to realize that I really do have a vision and a purpose. And that is, of course, still serving others, but my purpose is to educate empower, and encourage. That has been the thing that I have kept in the base of my mind for several years, but I just did not have it narrowed down. So it will be good for you to look again at the vision that you've put out there for yourself. And if you haven't put a vision out there in front of you, take some time to do that. It is so empowering and it makes you feel like you have a target because you created this vision in your mind and now you can get in alignment with that vision. So if I know my vision is serving others by way of educating, empowering, encouraging, everything that I do is going to be focusing and keeping me in alignment with that. The next thing is I would want to ask, just like I had to ask myself What inspires my ideas to manifest my vision for me, what I get, when I get inspired, it comes from listening to sermons, listening to different pastors and motivate motivational speakers, um, speaking about God, speaking about taking care of others and filling a need and fulfilling needs of other people. But those type of sermons and motivational videos help, ins- you know, inspire me. And what comes from that are different ideas from inside of me. I also get inspired, and this is a funny <laughs> place to get inspired by. Well, not funny, but this was a weird space for me to be getting inspired. But I get inspired from watching the news, and I I do spend. Quite a lot of time watching the news, and I have to be mindful of that because some things are not just good to be consuming all day. But watching the news helps me to see where a need is because when I see things going on in the world, and then I can kind of narrow in or focus in on a group of people that might be marginalized. So, watching the news helps also to inspire me to go, um, to target certain people that know, that I know will need my services and that will be, um, someone who could benefit from my education, me empowering and encouraging because a lot of people are in pain and I get a lot of that information by watching the news to see what's going on in the world also talking to people and listening to people's pain points because people will share with you what they are um, needing and how, how they are being marginalized. They will also speak to their pain. And so listening to people is a great way, but I also get inspired just by talking to people. When you talk to people you get encouraged and ideas come from both of you, um, the whoever you're talking to as well as yourself. Ideas come from talking. So talking and listening are all great ways to get inspired. For me, I also get inspired by reading the Bible, meditating, praying and daydreaming because um, daydreaming helps to make my vision clearer. And daydreaming also is a good way to create new neurons in your brain. So just look it up if you don't believe me. But daydreaming is very healthy for the brain and it helps you to create your vision even clearer. And I also get inspired by providing therapy, of course, because I can hear how people are struggling and what the things Um, what their needs are based off of what they speak on and the topics that they speak on. Because most of the thing that most people, most thing, one thing that people don't really realize is we're all sharing kind of some of the same types of problems. We're all experiencing rather some of the same type of problems. So through therapy, I can hear that. And it's pretty common. The themes are pretty common amongst all of us. And one thing I want you to know is that whenever you are trying to come up with ideas, the enemy will show up usually after you succeeded. Like when you come figure out what your purpose is and you go after that um, dream or that vision and you become um, successful at it, that's usually when the enemy comes in to try to discourage you. From not going after that or for not keeping it up or maintaining it. So just be mindful of that. Your, your vision and your purpose should always put people first. You're going to always take care of yourself. Please know that we always, we always take care of ourselves. So it's okay for us to put other people first. How do I know when it's not my purpose? Well, I do know that when I don't feel any joy in doing what it is that I'm doing, that that's a clear indication that I might be walking in another purpose, walking in someone else's purpose, because I don't feel no joy in what it is that I'm doing. I don't look forward to, for, look forward to it. I can say, honestly say that although my, current career field is draining at times, and it does pull a lot out of me, I still look forward to serving those that I service. I really look forward to it. And I know that at the end of the day, end of a workday that I might feel drained, but I know what I need to do to get filled back up. But I always look forward to it. And it's always on my mind. So if I'm not walking in my purpose, which I've done that in the past, I'm I'm not really thinking about it when I'm done with it. I'm not thinking about it when I'm no longer working. I, it's not on my mind. And if it is on my mind, it's probably because, you know, I don't want to have to do it or something like that. But it's not something that I'm constantly thinking about or concerned about. I'm also never looking forward to improving on it. When you are walking in your purpose, you are always going to be trying to find ways to make it better and to improve upon it. You also realize that it's not your purpose when other people suggest it to you. Whenever you get into something because somebody said you should do this or you get into it just because somebody else is doing it, you'll end up finding that you, it feels forced. When, whatever you're doing, it feels forced. But when you're walking in your purpose, it's effortless. You really don't have to think much about it and you get so much out of it. And let me tell you, when you're walking in your purpose and you enjoy what you're doing, your brain will release dopamine because that's its own reward system. Dopamine will be released into your system whenever you do a thing that has to do with your purpose. Man, I get so fulfilled from working with a client when I see them smile, when I hear how successful they are in, a, in you know applying some of the coping skills and the techniques that they learn in therapy, it's so rewarding to me to see that things are working. I know situations don't necessarily always get better right away, but any steps toward progress is a, is a great thing. And to hear them talk about that makes me feel so good. And serotonin also gets released into my bloodstream as well. And that is the um, hormone that helps with happiness and well-being. So you'll know when you're walking in your purpose and you know when you're not. The other thing I want you to be aware of is sometimes walking in a purpose, people think that I'm talented in this and I'm gifted in this. And for me, I see I could be talented And, you know, doing videos and photography and um, maybe writing books or something like that. But that is not necessarily my actual purpose. That is, can be considered for me a hobby. Um, But it's not something that I'm looking to do as a, in a life, as a lifetime thing. It is just more of something that I am talented in. But my gift, the gift that I have, my gifts will serve an abundance of people. And my gifts are for me to give to other people. So make sure that you know what you're gifted at and what you're talented at. And maybe you consider talents and gifts the same thing. That's okay as well. But some things might be more of a hobby instead of a passion. And whatever your gift is, that's the legacy you'll leave behind. Your gift will make room And it will actually turn into a legacy when you're no longer on this side of heaven. And so think of your purpose. Some people have like, they consider a purpose. Well, my purpose is to get married. Well, okay. Well, what is getting married supposed to do? That doesn't mean that that is your actual purpose in life. Just getting married and having children and getting a job and making money is not your purpose. It is just something that you have or you obtain while you're still going after your purpose. So just be very mindful of what you're considering your purpose. Now, what is not my purpose is making money because I would say, oh, I'm going to make a million dollars and I'm going to have this money in the bank and this and and the other Yeah, that might be something that I envision, but making money just to sit in my bank account does not fulfill a purpose because in reality, all money should flow. That means if it comes in, I should be pushing it back out. Money flows. It comes in, it goes out. It comes in, it goes out. So if I'm getting money, the money that I'm getting should still help me in manifesting my purpose. I should be helping people in need. If I'm taking vacations, that should be great too, because sometimes you need a break. So having money to take vacations is great, but the bulk of my money really should be to serve and to be able to serve in the best capacity or the, the most, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but it should be to serve the purpose of other people, helping people in need Getting more and more money and having way more money than you really going to ever spend in your lifetime, that serves no purpose. It really doesn't. So I don't live, me personally, don't live just to make money. I live to serve. And if I get some benefits out of that, that's great too. But that's not my purpose is to make a whole lot of money just so it can sit in the bank. So here's some steps that I would want you to consider when you're thinking about your purpose, connect to your purpose. So get tethered to whatever your vision is. And what I mean by tethered, when you are, when um, a woman has a child, and that child is in their womb, the umbilical cord is tethered to the baby. And that umbilical cord serves as a conduit for them to, um, get nutrients and everything that it needs to grow and become healthy but they stay connected. They stay tethered with, by way of that umbilical cord. And then once they're born, that is cut. And then that person has to, you know, continue to maintain and take care of and make sure that it has everything that it needs. Well, whatever your vision is, is stay tethered to it, nurture that until it is birth. And then once it is birth, you have to make sure that you do everything you can to improve it, to grow it, to serve as many people as possible. Step two is alignment. Make sure that everything that you're doing is in alignment with your purpose. What is the point of having a purpose in life if everything that you're doing has nothing to do with that? God sees your efforts. He'll see your effort and he'll reward you for those efforts and he'll provide you with whatever you need to make that manifest in the biggest way possible. And I I want you to understand something. Now you may find yourself like really tired and fatigued and walking in your purpose. That is when you need to make sure that you do self care and take care of yourself because we can easily get burned out. I don't care what it is. If you're walking in your purpose, you can still get burned out. If you're not working in walking in your purpose, you can still get burned out. (laughs) So, Make sure that there is some self-care involved in whatever it is that you decide, because fatigue will frustrate you and make you decide to quit. And that's where the enemy comes in to try to make you stop walking in your purpose. Don't let that happen. And thirdly, which is the last thing, is motivation. What is your why for the purpose? What is your why? Again, put people first. Do no comparison. Don't, don't compare yourself to other people and what other people are doing. It don't matter what other people are doing. Your gifts will make room for you. God gives gifts to everybody and whatever the gift is that you have, it is not to be compared to somebody else's and it isn't the success of it should not be compared with anybody else's. Don't compare, just don't do it. It's not about you anyway, and it's not about them. It's about the people that we're serving and the people that you're serving. Obsession and jealousy will always consume you, trust me. And that'll wear you out even more than just doing the actions in in itself. So don't be obsessed or jealous about anything that anybody else is doing because it will absolutely consume you. Have a mission to live out your purpose and walk in it, nurture it, care for it, manage it, And pray about it always and continuously talk to the Lord about what it is that you're doing. And if you know that it's for the purpose of serving others in the largest capacity possible, then guess what? God will bless you. In the meantime, good mental health, good spiritual health, and as always, good physical health. Y'all take great care. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I sure hope you enjoyed that episode. Please feel free to share us on your social media platform or giving it a five star review on Apple Podcasts. You can reach me on my website at unhackmind.com or life counseling transitions.com. All this information will be in the show notes. All right, take care, and I hope you come back.